Well, friends, welcome back to the fire pit. Welcome back to another conversation. Richard here, and I'm joined by my good friend, Chris Dearborn. Hello. It's good to have you here, Chris, and just to be a part of and join me in this conversation as we begin continue this series of conversations with the Anvil team of talking about the Anvil. What is that weekend about? What are, what are we after in this weekend, and, and, and why are these elements of what we teach, what we dive into, so critical for the hearts of every man that comes to be a part of it. Um, so Chris, thanks for joining me again uh, today, man. And I'm really appreciative of you taking the time to uh, unplug from the crazy for a little bit. Yeah. And let's, let's, let's dive in here for, for, for a few minutes and just dialogue on this. So first, I just want to invite you, man, just share how first, how we connected and just kind of how you got be involved in this, in this weekend. Um, and, uh, and what has been some of those key things that have been crucial to you and being a part of this of the anvil well um hmm. well my dad gave me wild at heart when i was probably about 16 and uh, mm-hmm. kind of my experience with that was similar to a lot of the other people who the book impacted which was who is this guy john and how does he know everything about me <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yeah i read that and and i read it a couple times over the next couple years and it just i i knew there was something important there that i didn't want to miss i knew that those themes meant something and and i couldn't put my finger on the why i mean yes he lays it all out in the book but i just knew like this makes sense my heart just came alive at the idea of oh Mm. yes adventure to live battle to fight beauty to fight for like yes like i can like this makes sense um so from there this was back in oh five probably mm-hmm. when i when i first got my hands on that um and me i'm the kind of guy who I, I don't like to just read one guy so i i didn't just read john eldridge's stuff i also read c.s lewis gk chesterton yeah. george mcdonald uh kind of all these people who spoke to my heart mm-hmm. um, i didn't just want people to agree with me or just the things that i felt I wanted, I wanted to be challenged, and that's what those writers did. That's good. Yeah. As I as I read their works, um, <clears throat> so fast forward about, let's say 2016. Um, I had just gotten out of the military, and um, my wife and I were living with somebody else, and uh, we, uh, my my income had dropped off, okay. and my wife was supporting us by working at night. And watching our kids. It was just our one child at the time. And um, so she was working really hard. And uh, I felt, and, and it was a really hard time for us. And I felt that God was saying, okay, now it's time to go to the boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> and and I had wanted to go to the boot camp since I first read the book. Right. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And, and then I learned they had a boot camp. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I really want to go to this. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I was only like 16, 17 at the time. So I felt like God was saying, yeah, now's the time. So I signed up and got to go. That's First time. Yeah. Like, wow, that's that's pretty cool. And uh, so things went south with um, uh, my, my friend and business partner there. Hmm. I could, like, it had been coming to a head, in my mind at least, for a couple years. Um, and I realized that I just... 
the life that he had, I used to want it, but I didn't want it anymore. Gotcha. Um, I wanted the slow and steady. I wanted the easy yoke that Jesus promised. And I, and I wanted a life of meaning mm. as well. And I wanted to become, more than anything, I wanted to become the kind of man that I was reading about in all those books. Mm. I wanted to be a brave, steady, settled man. Mm. Yeah. In 10 years, instead of being a striving basket case of a man. <clears throat> so went to the went to the boot camp and it was everything I hoped it would be. Um, by the end of it, you know, you get there and you think, "Oh, you know, you fangirl over John and, and the other team and <laughs> yeah. and that all by the by the end of it that that mattered not at all. So by the end of it, I felt like, yes, truly, I can be a brother. A younger brother, yes, but mm. a brother to men like this. That's good. Um, and we had been living in California for about a year at that point. And um, right after the event, came home, packed up what little we had not sold. Um, we had sold one of the cars and most of our things. Yeah. And we came to Georgia where my brother was. So we wanted to go to a church uh, that centered around those sort of themes. Right. And we had been going to my brother's church and thought, yeah, it's a good church, you know, nothing wrong with it, uh, but just want to do a little searching. So I went onto the Allies Network that Ransom Heart, now called Wild at Heart, has, and uh, found this guy named Richard Clinton. Uh -huh. um, and he was in Loganville. And I was like, <laughs> man, well, we're in Loganville. <laughs> so, so I was like, all right, well, let me... Uh, let me hit this guy up and come to figure out you were going to the church that I was already going to. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> uh, and what was funny is uh, before we had even left California, we had asked God for confirmation. And without, I had just been reading about Moses um, like the night before. And without this guy at church even knowing, he said, I feel that you're like Moses. Mm. And he started to quote to me the passage that I was reading about how Moses was about to go into the promised land. And he said, without God, we are nothing. God, we won't go without you. Mm. We need to know that you're going with us. Yeah. And God says, yes, I'm going with you. And so right without any knowledge of that, this guy says, you know, I feel like you're like Moses and you, <laughs> you know, you're about to go into the promised land and God's going to go with you. Mm. And so that was a confirmation. And then that guy said, you know, you're going to, the place that you're going, you're, there's going to be coincidences, coincidence meetings that are not coincidences. And that, that happened like within, I don't know, like a month of getting here. Yeah. So to me, that was confirmation of like, okay, yes, God, <laughs> God wants me to meet this guy right. and just see what's up. Yeah. So yeah, I, I remember I came in and you were gone like a couple weeks or something and <laughs> I was like, man, where is this guy? And so finally... I saw you. I'm like, ah, you, <laughs> you and me. Yep. Let's get together, man. Yep. Went to the Chick Fil A, as all good Christians do. Yes, yes. Have <laughs> to Chick Fil A, right? Uh, <laughs> Anointed chicken. <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, we came in there and just kind of got a little intro, and mm. I got to hear some of your story and how you came uh, into that gospel, and yeah. and how it changed your life. And I was like, dude, that's me too <laughs> and you said hey i'm doing this anvil thing uh we've been doing it for a while now i think you had been i think you had done three 
at yeah, the time. Uh, well, when we first met, I think we were just about to do our second one. Oh, second? Yeah, oh. we had started. Yeah, I, I believe so. If I'm not, okay. yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But yeah, still. And uh, yours, the next one was actually coming up. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to go to it, but my wife was pregnant with our second child. And um, it was one of those things where like, well, I would love to do that, but <laughs> I, I really think God you know priorities god wants me to be with yeah, my wife absolutely and that was when it comes to our story that was something really important that i do stay yeah with my wife and and support her yeah Which through that critical. time absolutely <clears throat> so yeah that's how i came to the to the anvil team and i think the, the one that i went to was the third one by your count and it would have been in the spring of 18. 18. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 18. Because that's around when my second daughter was born. Okay. Okay. That's that's so, probably right then. So wait. Yeah. So I went to the one in the fall. The fall. Yeah. Hope that. Fall of 18. Yeah, it was. It was. Fall of 18 would have been my first our, one. The, the last one we rafted is when mm-hmm. I think was your first mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's kind of, that, that, make, that makes sense now. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's so cool to have the chance to have the encounter that we had just being able to connect the way mm-hmm. we did and i knew right off the bat that you just you had to be a part of this in some way the way your heart the way your mind rolled and and the way your heart was 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 geared hmm. with what god was doing i could see it and i was like i, I said I, I really felt that that you needed to be a part of what we mm-hmm. were doing so it was very very cool that you were and I knew right away, right off the bat, that was that was hard. Obviously, y'all just moved to Georgia. That was a very mm-hmm. tough time. And then yeah. with uh, your daughter coming and everything, but <clears throat> when that time opened up and that and it was right, it was it was just as it was, as it was meant to be. And you've been a integral part of what we've been doing mm-hmm. these last few years now, which yeah. has been awesome, man. Just, um, and so I've been running sound, yeah, um, helping with some of the clips and just kind of a little bit of the tech stuff. Yeah, on the back end. Yeah, which has been which has been fun. Needed stuff, stuff we got to get done, obviously. Yeah. But uh, so, talk to me about a little bit from your from your perspective. Um, what have you seen as from the time you started being a part of mm-hmm. the Anvil? What what have you seen that's been that's been good. What has been the impact you've had, you've seen in men? What has been the impact you've even felt within yourself? Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, well, I'll talk about my own experience first because okay. that's, that's what I know better than, you know, what other people experience. Yeah. Uh, so I had read about this way of life across all these different authors and I'd read about them for years. Mm. Um, really starting kind of in 2010, I was on a deployment and I was just hammering away at books. Mm. Um, so it was a good solid six years of, of reading many different authors about many different subjects, all having to do with the soul and how to live well in a world that is dead set against your coming alive. Mm. Yeah. Um, and there was... There was spiritual warfare in there. There was um, uh, mental health healing, uh, healing of trauma uh, through the Holy Spirit. It was a lot of reading theory, then putting it into practice mm. by myself 
just like me and Jesus. Right. It was right. just like me and him. It wasn't, I didn't have like a guy like you to be like, hey, so I read about this way of praying to mm. confront dark spirits in my life. How do I do that? Right, right. right. <laughs> like I had books to read. Yeah. And steps to follow, and I just slowly and repeatedly followed those steps over time. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, with Jesus' guidance, mm-hmm. and um, the big takeaway, the big shock or thing that I learned from coming to actually be in fellowship with a fellowship of the like-hearted mm. was that it wasn't as pretty mm. as I thought it would be. Yeah. It That's wasn't um, you know people always say well, oh it's never like you see in the fairy tales which in all honesty for the most part this whole way of life it had been just something I read in books. Mm. It had been a fairy tale. Yeah. And I, I hadn't had to grapple with the realities okay. of that. So that was the big takeaway for me. Mm. I needed to learn how to do the things I'd been reading about in practice with other men. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it hasn't been pretty (laughs) over time. Of course not. Uh, Trying to be a friend when the friendship of 10 years that you had didn't go well. Mm. Yeah. And trying to undo a good bit of that damage um, has been difficult. Mm-hmm. It's not been, um, yeah, it's not been a cakewalk yeah. by any means. Yeah. So that's been my experience. Um, and it's been good. Yeah. The overall result has been good. Like definite life and recovery of soul that I would not have known otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the effect of serving in these anvils, for the first few, I was serving yet still mostly participant i wasn't doing any kind of presentation um i was doing a lot of i would have some helpful tips Mm -hmm. but most of it was just theory yeah and and what i had learned for myself the battles that i had fought myself and they were pretty small yeah um not not done in community which is the ideal Mm -hmm. i guess what i learned to summarize is there are no shortcuts Mm. Mm mm-hmm you can read as many books as you choose till you go blind. Nothing replaces actually walking this out mm. with yeah. other people. Uh, you've, you've got to rub against those flesh and blood, fallible beings, same as yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's why they call, you know, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Like, they're both rough. Yeah. <laughs> they're... <laughs> They're right. not, one of them's not perfect and the other's fine yeah. and the other's, you know, messed up. They're both rough. And so you got to rub those things together a lot <laughs> and you eventually get some, some sharp blades out of it. Yeah. Both of them, both yeah. of them get sharpened. So I learned a lot from you and kind of your more chill way of approaching <laughs> things. You're a lot more reserved. Yeah. I'm a little bit more verbose. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then as far as the other men, the impact that I've seen, we have... We have some that really latch onto this mm-hmm. and they try. Yeah. We also have some who don't. Yeah. And I'd like to say that's okay. I 
they don't have to believe exactly about God the way that I believe mm-hmm. as long as there's fruit. Right. Um, and that's why I've stuck with this way of being for so long, this way of living for yeah. so long, because there has been fruit. There's been substantive. Mm-hmm. I like how Michael Thompson says it, irreversible change. Mm, yeah. Like That's irreversible bad. change for the better. Yeah. Not sin management. Not gritting your teeth through every day. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and oh yeah, and also not the wound up state that most of the world is in. Yeah. <laughs> nowadays. Like I am a calmer individual mm-hmm. than even five years ago right. when I got here. Or four years ago. Was it five years ago? Five years Five ago. years. Wow. Yeah. In five years. It's amazing. And... And that's kind of the fruit. So I see the fruit in my own life. Yeah. And I see that for the men who choose to walk in this and engage in it. Yeah. There is fruit in their lives as well. Mm-hmm. They become better. Yes, it's not perfect. Yes, it is process. There's encounter at the weekend, which helps divert the river yeah. from its current path. Yeah. That, that's the way I view the weekend is, is it's this stone that just lands in the middle of the river of their life mm-hmm. that helps divert it away from just the regular old way that it's been going right right so that's huge i'll back off a little bit no that's good man <laughs> no, i appreciate you sharing all that that's uh, that's so so good because i mean that the journey that you've been on it's it not just being a part of it but it's i i've definitely seen the fruit of, the, uh, of how it's impacted you personally mm. and i've seen that 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 continued progression of uh, of, of growth in you and and, and how it's really impacted your family and then those you get to encounter and get to walk with it's been it's been an amazing thing and so now that you you've been in a a part of it with us for the last um uh few years now and you know you started off kind of a little bit behind the scenes more more Mm -hmm. so like you talked about doing kind of the sound uh running the lights you know and 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 that sort of thing but last year we uh you had the opportunity well while you've done some speaking and done some reaction and conversation you actually took one of the sessions and mm-hmm. uh and I invited you to really dive into and and lead our what's our, our second session of the weekend which mm-hmm. is really talking about the larger story right and which is i think a very critical uh piece because it really helps us set the stage mm-hmm. of how this weekend goes and and understanding this larger story aspect because we talk about orientation and getting mm-hmm. reoriented and, yeah. and reoriented and it's like and you mentioned michael like michael thompson writes in the heart of a warrior that an oriented man is somebody who knows who he is where he is and the good that god is up to in his life right mm-hmm. that second one where are you mm-hmm. where are you are you are you a man realizing that you are in this love story that's set in the midst of a fierce battle, right? Mm-hmm. So what does that look like? And how? And if we don't get that and understand kind of how we, where we are in the midst of God's bigger picture, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's, uh, um, I think we kind of miss a lot of the other mm-hmm. pieces. So, um, so you sharing that for the first time, and I remember how nervous you were to share that. Extremely, extremely <laughs> But nervous. you, I mean, brother, you knocked it out of the park, which was, which was awesome. And cause you, I think you, you dove into it just with the whole heart, which was so mm-hmm. good. So I want you just to kind of dialogue on that a little bit, a little bit more about that larger story, not just 
um, talking about what it a little bit more about why you why you feel it's so critical mm-hmm. and um, as, as a part as it relates to everything else we dive to over the course of the weekend mm-hmm. and uh, just share with me a little bit more about that and share with everybody else mm-hmm. well while the heart talks about it mm-hmm. um, kind of in a longer form more angled directly at how the masculine soul the man mm-hmm. plays into that yeah um, John's other book epic um, is a really good encapsulation of that yeah. it, it kind of speaks just to the story aspect not so much geared toward uh, the masculine journey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> when I went to build the session I, of course I had your notes sure. that I was that I read through um, and of course you got Wild at Heart and you've got Epic and you've got these sort of resources to help you. But one of the things I, for myself, needed to do, I wanted to find this stuff and, and really ground it mm. in scripture. Um, you know, anybody can pull, you know, a collection of quotes yeah. and throw them up on a screen and a collection of movie clips. You can also uh, just, you know, plagiarize John's stuff, which he does encourage you to do. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> to, to, like, you know, to kind of teach yes. this lesson. You could do that. Yeah. But for me to present something with conviction, mm. I need to 100% believe yes. what I'm talking about. I, yeah. can't, I can't do that, you know, based off what somebody else says. Yeah. So when I started working with it it it, it wasn't pretty at first uh, and i was just like oh my gosh how am i ever going to organize this into yeah. one coherent like story and thought um i let my wife see some of the first drafts and she's like okay she added some good questions and really helped me totally mm. reorient yeah. <laughs> that story yeah. um and the best part about it was is you don't need to you, you don't need other people's books mm. to arrive at this conclusion. Right, right. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Um, what's great about this larger story is that it, it's it's right there in the Bible, mm. and so you can start in John one. In the beginning was the Word, mm. and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Yeah. And what was cool is as I was doing this, um, I had had the Lord of the Rings intro song playing in my head, <laughs> and if. Guys, just for a fun experiment, pull up on YouTube the Lord of the Rings intro song, the first one, Fellowship of the Ring, <laughs> where uh, Lady Galadriel is speaking. Yep. And she's speaking in Elvish, and it's, it sounds really, you know, uh, mythic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that, and then flip your Bible to John 1, and read that intro, like, kind of through to where Mary, <laughs> y- you know, M- Mary is visited by the Holy Spirit. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that's good. It's like the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it's there, like <laughs> the time before time. Like the Bible's, you know, it it's all there. Um, so that was the great joy of getting to do the larger session, mm. uh, the larger story session. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what I've found over the years is that if you don't get this part right many of your other assumptions about God tend to be wrong. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, My wife was talking with a lady just last week where Mm. she was upset that all this bad stuff is happening in the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, 
how can there be a God if all these terrible things happen in the world? Pandemics, wars, you know, people losing money, jobs. And you know what? That's a very good question to ask. Mm, Yeah. That's a great question to ask. Yeah. And kind of where I landed with it, since I've read through this, is that that sort of thought process only makes sense. The the anger only makes sense if you believe that we as humanity weren't the ones who messed it up. Um, Because if you go back to the garden, God makes the garden. Everything is good. mm -hmm. He makes man. It's very good. Mm -hmm. Makes man and woman. Sets it all up to go. And then we disobey him. By our act of disobedience, sin enters the world. Right, right. And so right immediately, you realize, oh no, it's our fault. Mm. Well, what God does over this whole story is he gives us the opportunity to partner with him to begin to fix the problem. Yeah. To heal the brokenhearted, as we talk about. That's good. In our sessions. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, zooming out, the session is about the four acts that happen in this story that we're living in. Mm-hmm. You've got paradise, Garden of Eden. You've got paradise lost. Man sins, mm-hmm. allows evil into the world. Right. Paradise fought for, or the battle for paradise, that's where Jesus comes mm-hmm. and the tide begins to turn and we partner with him right. and fight against evil. Then you have paradise restored, which is the renewal of all things. Mm. Not just we go up to heaven and leave the earth as a burning, you know, chunk of rock. Right. But no, Jesus says in Matthew, hey, anybody who's left all these things, the disciples are wondering what's going to happen to them. Anybody who's left all these things, fields, families, loved ones, houses, you get it all back and a yeah. hundred times more. Mm. Mm-hmm. So there's a hope right there at the end. Yep. And what's great is that if you watch literally any movie that's worth watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. <laughs> like, if you watch a movie and you're like, I don't really love it. It probably doesn't it miss, really tack miss, these themes down. Yeah. But you can watch literally any movie and it follows these themes. Mm-hmm. Even a horror movie. Yeah. It starts like everything's okay. Everything goes bad. We start to fight mm-hmm. the bad guy. And then everything becomes okay again. Yeah. Yeah. We cannot get away from this in every book, play, movie, game, ever, written, coded, filmed, whatever. Yeah. It is it's impossible fair. to get away from that. And that was one of the big things that made me realize, like, it, it answered all the questions that I had. Mm, mm, that's good. Yeah. That's so, good. yeah, it's, it's a beautiful session. And... And yes, there is a lot of suffering mm-hmm. in this world, but we end it on focusing on the renewal of all things yeah. because fighting a battle just to fight a battle is pretty hopeless. Yeah. If you think like, oh, I'm just going to die right. and I, I leave all the ones that I love and, mm-hmm. and you know the farm that I grew up on and, and the horses that I you know was raised with. Yeah. I'm going to leave all that behind and yeah. just, you know, oh, and then I just get to float in the sky later. Oh, goodness gracious, yeah. <laughs> no, we get it all back. So yeah. we end it with this idea of like, what if all the best things that you loved about your life are included mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. in the renewal of all things? What if it's you amazing. get the Grand Canyon? Yeah. What if you get the Rockies? Yeah. What if you get the Bahamas? Yeah. <laughs> what if you get birdsong, crickets at night, yeah. campfires, cigars? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not speaking, you know, theologically. Yeah. I'm speaking like, hey, God gave us desire and hope for a reason. Yeah. Why on earth would He use something that is less than what we truly desire. Right, exactly. Why would he use this ethereal thing that we, we can't really grasp? <laughs> yeah. Let's at least anchor ourselves in the coming kingdom. Right. And Paul talks about that, where we have a place, this anchor beyond the veil, Yeah, yeah. where we have our hope. And that's, that's where we end with it, so that when we're going through all these terrible stories that that these men have like mm-hmm. they'll, they'll have terrible traumas yeah like whether it be physical mm-hmm. mental spiritual they have these terrible things to go through they need to be set up that there's hope there's light at the end of the tunnel yeah exactly and it's all worth it yep that's so good that's so good yeah i love the i love the way you broke that down man and just this it really like i said it sets the stage so well as we go through the course of the weekend. So if we, if we don't have that, if we don't understand that, then I think we're, we are missing, we're missing a a critical aspect of what is God up to? Mm -hmm. You know, what is, what, and if we don't get oriented to that, then we're missing a lot. That's just one aspect of the entire landscape of what we're after at the anvil. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's such a wonderful way of setting the stage and, um, I'm so thankful to you, Chris, just for being a part of this team, to yeah. be able to call you my friend and my brother, and that that you are right here with us, and that we're not just doing this mission together. We mm-hmm. we we do life on life together, and that's been a, a good thing for both of us, yeah. and both our hearts. And, um, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. I, I've been like I've gone to the events, yeah, and and been with the stars that you read about in the books, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was actually I was actually at the Become Good Soil recently. Mm-hmm. And what was funny is, before I went, I thought that, like, oh, that's where it is. <laughs> it's at the event. Like, the goodness is at the event. Yeah. What was funny is, when I was at the event, I'm like, I think I trust Richard more than I trust these guys. Mm. Like, I I feel more seen by Richard. Right. Because we've tried. Yeah. We, we've, it, no, it hasn't been perfect. No. No, we're not like riding through a field on horses, just <laughs> laughing. Like that's yeah. not the way it works. But you have a fair amount of visibility on my life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like more amount of visibility than kind of really anybody else. Right. And I can talk to you about difficult things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I am. I'm so thankful for you, and yeah. I'm. <laughs> I really appreciate our friendship. Yeah, man. Oh, and, thank uh, you. Thank this you is. This weekend is intended to be that. Yeah. And that's that. That's the other aspect. That's 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 critical as well because, I mean, I think there are many men. And I was, the first time I went to Wild at Heart, I didn't have, I wasn't oriented to any of this, this mm-hmm. aspect of friendship. I was mm-hmm. just kind of grasping that in my own journey. And there are men that come to these weekends that in this are in the same light. They've lived that, that Lone Ranger isolation type mm-hmm. of light um, because that's what they know. Yeah. Right? And when, when you get this aspect and you get the chance to walk in uh, and do life on life, it's not just about the experience of this weekend. And how do you, but how do you go about 
in your everyday life with it. So mm-hmm. it's been such a good thing. Um, I mean, so we'll land this now, okay. Matthew. We'll come and bring it yeah. to an end. So, man, I'm, thank you again for joining me on yeah, this conversation, y'all. And this is, again, we want to invite y'all to join us. Just come see what we're about and what the anvil is about and what God is really all about in this weekend and what he's doing and the goodness that he continues to be up to. Just come, come to the anvil. Strong Rock Camp, November 10th through 13th of this year. Just a couple months out. Come and see what it's about. And uh, we hope to see you there. Uh, you'll see the link in this video. Click on it. Register. Get your spot today because we'd love to see you there. Yeah. See you there. Yeah. Thanks, friends. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Take care and God bless.